0: Shar Aleph Dalid. Do you have it on your phone? Okay. There's a Haggah. I don't know what that looks like on your phone Shar Dalet, right? Shar Dalet Shar Aleph Parak Dalet Right There is a Hagah It says It starts Hagah and then it says Ki You say Haggah That's an annotation. Yeah The okay. korah, Um oh, keep moving down No, no, no That's, yeah, different one The next one Scroll a bit. <laughs> Is this on this Safari? What, what yeah. do you want? Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. uh, Keham Mishkan. Okay. Yeah. Annotation. Paragraph twelve. I or, or okay. Okay. So um, we are. You know, I have. I have. A, I, I. I was thinking a lot about. We ended last week with a discussion about how. Um, Terribly and depressing. And Maybe this—I uh, don't know—the depressing slash oppressive, the the perspective central, of this central, central presentation can be. And I was thinking about it, and um, I think that there's—I th- I think that there is something that we have to keep in mind. Um, that that is is it's fundamental in everything that we do people even Adam Harishon was not created perfect there's a there's a Chazal where it says that um, Hashem created like you know all these worlds and then he destroyed them created like you know thousands of worlds and then he destroyed them until then he created our world so it's like like he created all those worlds and destroyed them until he got to this one like, why? Why did he do that? What was it for? Obviously, those worlds, we don't have any recorded history of them, if there was any history of them. Like, what? what is the meaning of that? So, I one time heard from Rav that he said that there's, what Hashem built into our universe is that it's, not a perfect thing that our job is to, um, you know, hey, you know, like kind of don't mess this thing up. It It is something that is created a certain way that has to grow and develop into perfection. So the sense that we have of, of being told that, like, there were all these worlds, and, and finally... It's not that Hashem messed up the first times and finally got the recipe right. It's, it's that the Hashem is presenting us with, like, a pattern of, like, no, this is how our universe is supposed to work, is that there are things that we do, and then we destroy, and then we do, and then we destroy, and then we do, and then we destroy, then we then we then we destroy until things happen, until you get it right, right? When, when you know, sometimes... We find ourselves doing this with children where like we have these expectations like why aren't you mature? Why aren't you behaving? Why aren't you this? Why aren't you that? And then it's like, oh because you're ten and you don't or you're three and you don't You know, you don't understand. No Hashem makes us that we're completely helpless when we're born. We need other people to do you know, basically take care of all of our needs for us and then we slowly develop physically, we, slowly, we develop slower than animals, uh, you know, in a physical sense. We slowly develop physically, our, we, our maturity is something that just takes years and years and years to kick in and, to, and for, for our minds to fully develop. Um, and it's because what we are supposed to be are people that are working towards something Not that you're perfect and just like play defense and don't mess this thing up. So if that is the perspective, as much as we're presented with how destructive different things are, a person is not held responsible for things that they can't control, Uh, like um, the, 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 the whole concept that, so that Rav Dessler discusses about a person's ability to have Bechira. So, you know, there are a lot of ways to ask the question, but one of the ways to ask the question is that like, so anybody who's about Chuva who at the time of their Bar Mitzvah never heard of Shabbos or didn't know what the Lama Tess were, so are they going to go to Gehenim because they, they were Michal Shabbos when, you know, on their Bar Mitzvah, like they drove to Shul for their Bar Mitzvah, like are they going to, to, to gehenim for that? Of course not. They don't know anything, and, and just because there's a kid who's, uh, you know, who lives in Bnei Brak, whose family doesn't even have, even if he wanted to turn on a light on Shabbos, he couldn't because they disconnect from the grid, so he, he doesn't get credit for not turning on the light, like that's, everybody has their own challenge points. So as much as we have this description over here about like, well, if a person has a bad thought like this, then they've basically taken a, you know, a zona into the, into the Kodesh Kadashim and they, you know, they violate all kinds of things like, like, that's only when the expectation is that you would have control over that. But. Someone who, who, you know, if you're dealing with a 16-year-old kid who has no control over their mind, who doesn't, who, who, we have no expectation, we don't let them vote, we don't let them drink, we don't, like, you think that they could destroy the world? Like, no, Hashem also is aware of, of their abilities and inabilities. So it, it's with us as well that when when the possibility of us being destructive is only in, in the realms that. Hashem has expectations of us. But being that we are people who are developing ourselves and who are learning and who are trying to create some sort of modicum of control over ourselves and at the same time develop a relationship with Hashem and all of those things together. So yeah, there are certain things, if somebody who is you know, a regular, functional, um, normal person And religious Jew Would go and um, You know Kill someone So yes That would be something Where like They just went And they took The The the, the Mikdash of Hashem And they did this And that Because that's something That's like no That is There is an expectation That that is within The bounds Of your control And your moral knowledge And etc But Every little you know, d- 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 tiny long. little, uh, you know, yeah. detail of w- are my thoughts wandering to, you know, thinking about, you know, some dover, that, that, so, something that, that, that's, like, not important, and therefore what am I doing? You know, if a person thinks about, you know, what's going to happen I'm in the NBA gonna, uh, finals, so is that like, you know, bouncing a basketball in the Kurdish Kaddashim? Like, uh, you know, which would be something that wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, no, like, nope. it depends who you are. Yeah. On, the on the other hand, hand though, yeah, you give an extreme example of, of uh, murdering someone, right? Okay. Too often we say, "Well, I'm not capable of having kavanah for all of shemeshrei, therefore I won't have kavanah for any of shemeshrei." No, because Hashem knows we're capable of having kavanah for half of bracha, right? And we missed that half of bracha, so yeah, we, we right, don't go too far the other way either. No, no, hundred no, percent. I'm just, I'm just, pre- I'm <laughs> trying to create like the, that balance. So then everybody has to find. So, what does Hashem expect of me where and, and everybody has got their own everybody has to have their own uh, personal sense of that of what they can be doing, and yes, we have a tendency to um, keep the goalposts pretty close when it comes to stuff like that and to set our bar pretty low but because we don't want to be held responsible and we 're lazy and etc but if a person is is intellectually honest from a Torah perspective with themselves about where the expectations lie, that's where this comes into play. That's where this sense of, okay, there's an expectation Hashem has of you right now. You know, you realize that if you live up to the expectation, you are creating worlds and universes of wonder and splendor, and bringing bracha to everything and everyone. Amazing. But if you don't live up to that expectation, that could that could be quite the opposite effect. So it's not that you know we give the example of you know we're not like you know you know just like you know King Kong like turning around and then we'll love uh, Hong, you know in the middle of Tokyo and like you know destroying things by mistake those things are like you know if you don't if you're not aware and those aren't the things that hashem is destroying worlds for, with that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about in the in the realm of what is expected of a person that that's that that's that's what's important over here that that that's what we're dealing with here Like, us you know, like, you can get up to go fishing, but you can't get up for that. In other words, like, if you yourself can, can overcome a challenge in another area that's not a of Hashem, you're probably expected to do it within a of Hashem. Because that's you. It's only, it's, you know. It's funny. You know, I, was, I remember um, I stand up during leaning. So, oh, had that happen? I was one time I was in Sheer, and then um, I don't know somebody. Uh, some somehow my Rebbe started talking about you know standing up during laning and this and that. So somebody was saying how like, well, you know, it gets me. I'm I'm tired. You know, I'm, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired. So he just said he's like, like, did did you ever like wait online for like a uh, a concert? And then I was thinking like, okay, that's a good point. You know, like, yeah, it, it, you know, it was a few hours. Like, you know, yeah, it was okay standing online over there. I, I, like, how'd that. And and then like when you think about it like that, so it's like okay, so I can do it for that, and then I'm not doing it for that. So then you know that was like the okay, that was the guilt moment of like, all right, I guess I have to stand up for landing now. Um, but um, but th- that sense of W- what that's kind of a sense of, of, of a, if a person wants to know what expectation should I have of myself that is sometimes a good way to look at it that like why am I able to get up early for this and not for that why am I able to you know have energy for this and not for that that is you know a question that that is uh, yeah a way to keep yourself honest okay <laughs> Never said anything about getting up early, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't sell concert tickets early in the morning like that. I feel the way you <laughs> Oh, right. If you camp out at night, right? Okay. Um, I had a good friend who would ask himself, like, "Would I go skiing right now?" If like, and that was his motivation for any Like, he like, yeah, I'd go skiing. I this, so uh, so like, I then I should also. do this also. Right. That's that, that's, I don't know who it is. I don't know. Somebody that's din v'cheshbon. Right. Din is. Din is. Why didn't you go to Mariv? You had a headache. The Cheshman is, well, then why are you playing basketball? Uh, Ah, okay. Right, right. Okay, very good. Very good. Okay, so says this Haggah. So he's describing how the Mishkan and the Mikdash, so he compared us to the Mishkan and the Mikdash, and he says that the Mishkan and the Mikdash had it all. Kolbatov veGnazav vaAliosav vChadarav vChol Kodesh. Every little part of the base of Mikdash stands for something. Kulam Hayu Bedugma AlYona Tselim Demus Tavnis HaOlamas Hakadoshim V'Sidri Pirkei So every little part of the Mikdash represents some form of something of these higher worlds and of the the different parts of the Merkava of, of you know where Hashem. Resides. Um, and th- this is David and Shmuel and Avi, they all basically gave us what the, the Mishkan, what the Beis Hamikdash is supposed to look like, and those are all things that the people who know what they're reading understand that it's not just a physical description, it's a description of spiritual realities v'amuzal ba parakaze and it's a gamara it says "My ma'tekhsev what does it mean when it says vayyakhshmo vayyashvu um b um barama v'khima inen novoyos it's rama"? what's the what like w- there are two words that are that are put together over there what do they have to do with each other elashu yoshvin barama that they were sitting in Rama, and they were dealing with the beautiful thing of the world. Rashi, Rashi explains, Rashi that they were trying to find the exact right place for the base Mikdash. That's what they were doing. So ola. So. And this is what it says in the Medrash Tan Chuma, that the Mikdash was something that was equal, the creation of the Mikdash, the building of the Mikdash, was like the creation of the world. And it explains over there in order all of the different elements that were part of the creation. They were also in the Mishkan. That's why the That's why the Pasuk says, so it's interesting, he's just building a Mishkan, and yet he's considered to have the Spirit of God in him, who w- with Chachma, different forms of wisdom. Because these three things, Chachma, Bina, and Das, these are the things that Hashem created the world with, Kamoshe Kosov, Hashem b'chachma yisad aritz konen sh'mayin b'tvuna, b'dayto tohamus <coughs> nivgu. Ayin B'Zohar, U'V'Zohar I am Shem Ba'orich, the Zohar and the Zara HaKadosh explain this, V'Lachin Amr Chazal, Yehodei HaB'Tzahla L'Tzahraf osio Sh'Niv V'Pem Sh'mayi that B'Tzahla had the knowledge of how to combine letters in a way that Hashem created heaven and earth. And just as an aside, the idea that we have the 39 Malachos of Shabbos, the 39 creative acts that we do not engage in on Shabbos, Where do we know them from? We know them from the different activities that were done in the creation of the Mishkan. Because on Shabbos, what we are not doing, we're saying that Hashem created earth. Therefore, we're staying away from acts of creation. How do we know what an act of creation is? Well, let's look at the Mishkan. What does the Mishkan have to do with creation of the earth? Well, being that there's this parallel between the Mishkan and creation of the Mishkan and creation of earth, not... Engaging in those acts of creation of the Mishkan is, I don't know if it's equivalent, but it, it, it corresponds to our laying off creative acts with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to say, created heaven and earth. So that, that's, that's that connection between the Malachos of Shabbos and the creation of the Mishkan vlahein adem me amh a person from this holy nation shikol gamkin consideri briachus vidri merkava khalahbria kula so a human a person from a jewish person who contains within themselves all of these parts of briachus all these parts of the merkava, um in in, in has all of the bria within them hugamkin dugmus vetavnis hamishkan va mikdash so a human being so the mishkan corresponds to all of those higher worlds. And we correspond to that Mishkan as well. Um, all of the different parts of our bodies represent different powers. All of the different parts of our bodies represent different so the Zohar says that every part of the Mishkan corresponds to a different part of the human body, and it enumerates them because, again, we, like the Mishkan, are representative and correspond to those higher powers and forces. Lazos. So, the, the, the main part of what the Kodesh and the Mikdash and the resting of Hashem's presence there is all about the person. If a person sanctifies himself appropriately with doing all of the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs also are things that are obviously um rooted up in you know in heavens. But Perke Evari Hashir Koma Kaviochoshla o Lomoskulam. Um uh us who atzmo ha miktosh So then a person himself becomes the Mikdash, Uvisok Hashem is Barch, and within a person is Hashem, Kamoshakasov, Hechel Hashem, Hekel Hashem Hema, that they are the Residents of Hashem, Kama Amorim, V'shachanti Hashem says, "I will dwell within them." B'solcholo Nemar Hashem doesn't say He's going to dwell in the Mishkan. E'la B'solcham in the Jewish people. So we have here that the human being, through doing mitzvos, right? There's a concept that we have of a person um, needing to. It's a person can't just focus on very specific mitzvos. That the idea of doing. All of the mitzvahs is a sense of a person, I mean, the, 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 um, a person fully developing themselves as the kli, the vessel that Hashem resides in. So, you know, there's the famous marshal that's given that if a person only works out one set of muscles, so they end up looking, you know, they'll end up, you know, being in the circus. Like, you know, they'll be the guy with, like, the big right arm. You know, so he'll have this humongous bicep over here. You know, the other arm is weak and neglected. If a person just specifically does some mitzvahs and not others, then a person is not fully developing themselves. Just like all of our whole self is, corresponds to forces up in Shemayim, the mitzvahs are what gives the fuel for those different parts of ourselves, they help develop those things. And so therefore, the tefillin shel yad, we have tefillin that we put on our arm, we have tefillin that we put on our head, we have a talus. All of these things are different ways of developing our the entirety um, of ourselves. V'zeh she'omru this is what our rabbi said, G'dol l'ma'asi Yosumi yosrim ima'aseh that the acts of tzaddikim are even greater than the act of creation of heaven and earth. <laughs> when it comes to creating heaven and earth, it says avyada yasta aretz vi'mini tavcha So uh, we have a description of one hand doing aretz, one hand doing shemayim. vi tzaddikim k'siv. When it comes to tzaddikim and what a tzaddik is able to, the realities that a tzaddik is able to create, it says mikdash Hashem konunu said That the, the so you see that like you have an act of tzaddikim that is being compared to the creation of a mikdash. How how is that? What is it? How is it tzadik? It's not tzaddik is not building a base of mikdash. A tzaddik is building himself. When a person builds himself fully, entirely, they are building a mikdash. That that that's what you're doing. He came tzadikim the of Yisbarach. When tzadikim do the acts that Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants, hein him mikdash Hashem mamish. They become that mikdash, and you can yeah. But we're we're always going to come up short unless we join with other people because we we can't do all the mitzvahs ourselves, Kohanim and women and right. Yes. So. Big as the tzaddik is, he's still chasser. He's still going to be chasser. Again, I think a lot of it has to do with what the expectation of him is, and we can, like, we can all have a role in the, you know, if people's attitude was that, like, hey, listen, you know, the kohanim get to have all the goodies from the of Mikdash. so like, you know. Let, let let them bring carbonos. Like you we know, do you want from me. Like you know, I'm going to bring a carbon and he's going to eat it. Get out of here. You know, if the when 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 we are, as you said, like when, when we are integrated with each other, in that way, and we're each helping and allowing the other to maximize themselves, then we have that share in, you know, whatever someone else whatever someone else's mitzvah may be at that moment, rather, even if we don't personally have that, 100%. So it's definitely part of what a tzaddik is and what a tzaddik has to be is someone who is tied to others and locked, locked in with, you know, with Klal yisrael. That's, that, that's part, of, it's part of the deal. That's part of what, what it's all about. So... Absolutely. Otherwise, a person will never get to. A person can't be Shalim on his own. That's 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 an absolute truth. Yes. Um, so just just to, to one more paragraph over here. So it says, the Farish al So we can explain the pasuk that says, Vasuli mikdash, make for me a mikdash." It says, ani mare that everything that make it like everything that I show you v'chintasu, and so they should do. Rabenu, darshu, and we When it says and so they should do, it means Doros. This is what they should do in future generations. So what does it mean? They should build a new a new mishkan every generation. What does that mean Doros? So l'darkeenu, according to our understanding of what the mishkan and its importance i guess for us non mishkan dwelling people its importance for us is is al don't think who don't think that there's any importance that the point is that i have this building it's not the building elatedu you should know the whole point of the building and all of its utensils is only is only that that serve as an example for you. And you should understand this is what this vessel is and this is what this vessel is and this is what that vessel is and, is vessel is. and I don't want those. I want you to use those as the template for how you are going to develop yourself—that's the real point of everything. That you, through your desired actions, should become like that form of the Mishkan and its and its vessels. All holy, all of you, holy and ready to have my presence within you. That's exactly what I want. Make a Mikdash, and then follow, that's the instruction book for you guys of how to make yourselves, and then I'll dwell in you. Everything I show you, every form, every the, the way everything looks, and again, there are people that understand what they're all about, apparently. My whole point of them is not to have them, but it's that that's how you should design yourselves. That's what Hashem said to Shlomo, after you finished the Mikdash, You built a house, it's only worth anything if you follow it. You have to follow it. You have to follow what it is and how it's designed. That's the whole point of it. So, therefore, let's just finish this Hagal. So, based on this, because, of course, we have to end on this note. So, when there is some form of destruction of that internal Mikdash, there was no point in that outer structure. The Nehrasu Yesodosov Rahman and its foundation was uprooted. Vizash Amar Hashem Yecheskal, this is what Hashem said to Yekhaskal, Hagadis Basisrol Esabayas, uh Vychlumu Sehem, Vimluchlum Mikolash, V Thunoso, Umotsov, umov umovoa, v Holtsurosov, Veskolhu Kosov, Vahultsurosov, Vikolterosov. And basically telling Israel that, like, listen, you know, if, if you are not going to follow, if you're not going to do the whole format of the bias, this, this structure, etc., and you're not going to follow everything that it's about, you should know that, you know, it'll be destroyed, but, but the, the point is that you have to make sure to keep it. It's up to you to keep it standing and to keep it intact. Like the Targum says, That it's it basically, it's in your hands to see to it that it is able to remain in standing and it's able to remain in its form. Because you have the ability to have this made and unfortunately you have the ability to, to break it. So it's all in your hands because the whole point of it was just as a model for us as to how we're supposed to design ourselves. Okay, so we'll see next time, Yotishem, the um, he's going to get into drusha in the, the initial creation of man having to do with this idea of of what a person, how a person was designed to have this connection. It's, you know, it's like... um when, when they, they, they build a house and then, uh, you know, but it's not connected. Like, you know, the plumbing isn't connected yet to the main line. So, like, everything's there. Like, you know, you got the knob. So, even when Adam was created, until the, like, so a person was, there was a thing. And then it was just like, okay, then we had to just connect the power court to Hashemayim. To and then he, all of a sudden he was connected to all of these olomos up on, he was connected to all these worlds up there. But before that, he was just... A being a being here on this world like many others. Okay, we'll see him.